Welcome to that podcast, episode 68. I am your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell what time it is. Oh, yes. Bars. Bars. It's my blood flowing, my friend. Right. Bears. Welcome in. Episode 68. Yeah, man. Uh, as you know, if you're a Bears fan at all, you know that about a mm, month ago, three weeks ago, yeah, they came out with the Bears 100 uh, list. It's a very nice book Yeah, that you could buy for $55. Doug uh, Buffone? Yes. All right. The double nickel. Lance Briggs? And I, um, I'm not going to do that, but I want to, I want to see somebody else's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. So Cheap. Yeah, that's right. So at any rate, uh, we decided to take our own spin on it and we decided to, uh, contact our good friend, the coach, Bill Mitchinson, not Dick. And, uh, we all come up with our own top 10 offenses, defenses, and special teams players. Interesting list. It was an interesting exercise. Yeah. The defense was much harder than I thought to try to come up with 10, narrow it down to 10 defensive players. Mm-hmm. When, you know, from our early childhood, well, mid-childhood, we had one of the greatest defensive teams ever to play in the NFL. Correct. It's easy just to go 85 bears done. Yeah. You had to kind of stretch your mind a little bit. Yeah. And encompass all the bears everything. And I should say this. And even with that, go ahead. Um, I ha- like I think half my list is middle linebackers. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's easy to do that. It's easy to find linebackers. But I'll say this. I, it, you know, this is airing in mid June. I cannot wait until opening day. Yeah. Like I'm stoked. Yeah. Thursday night. Stoked. Thursday night. Bears Packers. Full tilt boogie. Yeah, man. Lead and, lifter. And hopefully. Might have a little money on it now that yeah, I can, right? That's true. Have a little sh- 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 little something on the bursts. I'm I really heard early line by the way because they already had early lines up, of course. Because that's of course because that's how everybody I does. Three everything. and a half is the number. Three in the chair. Three in the chair at home. That's yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Three and a half point favorites at home. So much can happen between now and then. So oh, yeah. It's like, right. you know, heaven forbid Rogers Aaron Rodgers could a leg. break. Aaron Rodgers could get his leg broken. Maimed. Yeah. Olivia Munn could come back and just. Exactly. Olivia Munn can wish him back to health. We do know one thing. We found out one thing about Aaron Rodgers this summer. Bad actor? Can't can't chug a beer. Oh. Can't do it. Soft. Yeah, soft. The Sox, or, uh, the Bears were at a Sox game a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. All of them, to a man. They showed him on television. Yeah. Poof. Nice. Like a man. Chug it like a man. Nice. Including Trubinsky. Poof. Really? That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. It was it was fantastic to watch. Uh, but anyway, back to the Bears. Uh, we have our top 100. Yeah. Uh, of all time is out there. Uh, spoilers, if in case you haven't read it, number one was Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. But our 10 lists, our top 10 lists are quite... Um, they have mostly the same personnel in different orders. Yeah, but it, it's it's weird. Yeah, it was it was a, it was fun to talk to the coach. It was, and we hit up a little bit. We talked a little bit of current bear product. So yeah, uh, and like I said, I'm I'm psyched to see Roquan. I really think that kid's going to grow this year. Yeah, I can't wait to see year two. That's going to be fun under Pagano. It's going to be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's get. To, oh wait, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, um, the one question that I had for you, yes, regarding Pagano and the defense. Uh huh. Last year, the credit for the growth of your favorite player was because he was under the wing of one Vic Fangio. Yes, that's the rumor. That would be one Kyle Fuller. Right. Does he take a step backwards? Um, under the- Does he show his true self? Um, Ooh, I see what you did there. Dig, 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 dig. Um, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talk about Chuck Pagano with the coach, too. Yeah. So it'll be an interesting... It'll be interesting. We'll bring him up yeah, man. in the conversation there for sure. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the DBs as a whole because there, there's some changes back there. So we'll see how they play out. So at any rate, well, let's get to the let's get yeah, to the let's list. Get to the meat. Let's get to the getting. Yeah. And uh, all right, here's our little snippet with the coach, Bill Mitchinson. Welcome to this podcast, Bears episode, because they just came out with the Bears top 100. And we are joined today by our good friend, Kotch. 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 How you doing, Bill? I'm great. How are you guys doing today? We're fantastico. Uh, so we, we were deemed with a list, uh, or uh, sent forth with a list of Bears, top 10 offense and defense, and special teams, which I don't have 10 of. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you, but... When making my list, the defense was the hardest one to make. What do you think? Yes, the defense was hard to make, and it was hard to not have, like, to be too recent biased. Right. You know, though, looking at that top 100 list, uh, there are a lot of current guys in the top 100. Khalil Mack's on the list. Khalil Mack is number 60. He's played one year. Yeah, I Hopefully, five years from now, Cleo Max on that list. I would not have had him on the list right now. Right, I agree with you. He's you know, I think he's, he's not in my top ten. Yeah, you just have to kind of decide what the parameters are. You know, right? Right. I, mean, it, right. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Right, exactly. I think so. So, with, without further ado, the, the, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the sorry. fact that he's number sixty and Jay Cutler's number eighty-five, right? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> just. What do you guys think about the Cutler stuff? Like, 
I guess it's just typical Jay Cutler. I have heard nothing but controversy about his place on the list. Like yes, some people right. think he should be much higher. Some right. people think he shouldn't be on the list. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Jay Cutler. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's the leading foreshadowing, leading passer. Okay. At least on okay, my list, I guess we'll get so. to Jay Cutler. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Jason, why don't you start us off? Who's your number 10 offensive player ever for the Bears? The other Koch. Oh, Koch Dicka? I do have Dicka, wow. the first tight end in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he probably would have been higher on my list, but as I mentioned before, he only played half of his career with the Bears. So, right. I couldn't right. go right. higher than that. I, I, I get it. All who, right. Who you got at 10, Coach? Uh, I have Owen Crude's 10. Ooh. Okay. All right. I, All right. Me and me and me. And I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I, you know, I just think he's probably the best offensive bear of this era. He's he is really. Well, I guess I got one other of this era, but I really only have two. Yeah. I have two post Super Bowl bears on my offensive list. He's one of them. Right. Wow. I have a few, but I have a Super Bowl bear at ten. No, he's. I think he's saying post Super Bowl bears. Right. Yeah, I, saying, I have a couple of Super Bowl lists. I have a couple of Super Bowl bears. Oh, but, do uh, I. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I only have, I only have two that played, you know, not on that Super Bowl team. Um, I think Crute's too possible, you know, because of the length of his career. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, my number yeah. ten is also an offensive lineman. Uh, I went with Jimbo Covert. Ooh, Jimbo Covert. He uh-huh. played in 111 games and started 110. Okay. And many Pro Bowls, all pros, the whole nine yards. Uh, uh-huh. Jimbo Covert, completely underrated in my book. So I have as the number 10. Uh, Jay, who you got at number nine? The Galloping Ghost. Ooh, Red Grange. Red Grange at number nine. Okay. Uh, Coach, who do you have at nine? Do you have, I'm going to say this uh, foreshadowing again. Red Grange is not on my list. Okay. Um, well, Red Grange is on my list. He's much higher than nine, but he is okay. on the list. Okay. At nine, I have uh, Forte. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, my number nine is Harlan Hill, mm-hmm. who is the ah. franchise leader in receiving touchdowns with yes. four, which is so weird. Like 40 touchdowns is the record. <laughs> yes. And we'll get to Johnny Morris later, but he had 31. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, it's so yeah I have. I have uh, three people at like spot ten A, and Harlan Hill and Johnny Morris are both yeah. are both on that list. Uh, who do you got at eight, Jay? Maddie Forte. Okay. All right. One of my two uh, post Super Super Bowl era Bears. All right. Okay. Uh, how about you, Coach? I have Jay Hilgenberg eight. Ooh, good call. Good call. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want Neil. I want Neil Anderson. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the third of my 10a players yeah i think he's the third best running back they've had yeah in my opinion yeah after roland harper <laughs> uh yeah of course okay uh, no maybe the, Rash- no, Rashawn salam is up there too <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Enos. that's right all right so so far not anything super controversial in the in the Bottom three that we've had so far, Jay. Why don't you go with number seven? Who you got? That's where I have Olin Cruz. Okay. All right. All right. Coach? Uh, I have Jimbo Covert at seven. Oh, nice. Nice. 
And my number seven is a name you've both already mentioned is Matt Forte. Okay. Uh, Matt Forte, over 14,000 yards from scrimmage, 75 total touchdowns. That's get it done. Yeah. On some, on some really bad teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One really like good Matt, team. Yeah. I think but, Matt Forte is greatly underappreciated. Oh, I, I agree hundred percent. He was all they had. That's right. Yeah. I agree with it. Um, so we're to me at number six. Yep. That's where I have Jimbo Colbert. All right, coach. Okay. I've, that's where I have Ditka. All right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I understand that half of it was not in Chicago, but right. you know, he, he, in, in uh, was it John Mackey, you know, I think they're the first two real modern tight ends. Um, right. yep. I agree. You know, just uh, I agree. for his, for his time period of a, a, a weapon on offense. Okay. My number six is number six, Jay Cutler. Really? Yep. Yeah. He's easily, I mean, it's not even close. He's the best quarterback they've ever had. And it's not even, there's no. Statistically. Yeah. Not not even close. In the modern era. You can say he was a dick. True. You could say that he was probably maybe a bad teammate. Also true. Didn't win anything. Didn't win anything. Also true. But if you're talking from the quarterback position, he's the best quarterback they've ever had. And it's not even close. And, and I think that that makes him in the top 10. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't have Cutler on my list. I've got another quarterback that you probably know who it is, and I've got him much higher than six. So I guess okay. Joe and I will have a fist fight later or something out front. Uh, I, uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. All right. Yeah. Five. Not a fist fight. Fist fight. Of uh, course. Uh, at five, I've got Jay Hilgenberg. Okay. All right. See, linemen are always tough to, because there's no, like statistically, there's nothing that they have that's, you can sit there and go, oh, he had X, so that makes him better than Y kind of thing, right? Whereas, you know, offensive linemen, you pretty much have to go by Pro Bowls. Right. Or all pros. Like, it's pretty much all you have to go on. Sure. In the eye test, if you've seen them play, they're going to stick out to you more than an offensive lineman back in the fifties who we never saw. Right. Something like that. So, that makes and then, sense. and longevity. Right. And yeah. Right. What do you got coach? Yeah. Uh, what number are we on five, five, five. That's where I have Bronco Nagurski. Okay. My five is the coach. Mike. Okay. Mike Ditker. Whose real name is not last name is not Ditka, by the way. It's like a Polish with Ditko. It like ends in no. Oh, really? Yeah. True story. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, what do you got there, Jay? At number, number four. four. Here we go. The big four. And unfortunately, he probably should be much higher, but because of the, the short term that he had, this is where I have Mr. Gale Sayers. Okay. All right. What about you, Coach? Uh, number four, that's where I have Red Grange. Okay. All right. Uh, four is where I have Bronco Nagurski. Uh. I mean, again, there's no stats to go on with him, really. So you just have to look at the body of work kind of thing from a overview kind of situation there. And he was awesome. He was really good. So who do you got? Who do you got a tree? At three, I have Mr. Sid Luckman. Okay. Our first uh, T formation quarterback for titles was in a fifth title game. um, And he was really the last good Bears quarterback. And that was 1951. Pre-cover. All right, what do you got, Coach? We got a three. At, at three, that's where I have Gail Sayers. Okay. Um, 
I it's kind of weird. He finishes three. It kind of it, you know he finishes three on offense, um, and I feel bad that that's that low. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. You, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the injuries, obviously, right? Um, yeah, he he yeah. would be. You know, he could be number one on this list, um, yeah. and, and he could be, you know, number one on maybe half the teams in the NFL's list. Right. Sure. Exactly correct. He's um, a terrific, terrific player. Yeah. My three is uh, Sid Luckman as well. T formation. Oh. Best quarterback pre-Cutler. And that's sad. That's a sad statement. That is a sad statement. I mean, he played in the 50s. Yeah. Dude, 50s. And then Jay Cutler played in the aughts. It's like, yeah, so odd, so weird that it, they had quarterbacks are just such crap. Yes, right. Ugh, Except that, for Peter Tom Willis, that, of course, my friend. Uh, who's my number two? Who is your number? No, two? it. My number two is uh, Bronco. Oh, okay. And uh, I could have easily put him on the defensive list as well, going to uh, both ways. Yeah. Uh, I had him on here for the. Two touchdown passes they threw that secured the 1933 title win. That's right. Joe, the big, which I know you remember. Uh, clearly, clearly, right. I'm older than dust. Uh, coach, who you got? Uh, who you got at dos? Uh, I've got Luckman too. Um, okay. You know, okay. I think you got. I think you got to base it. You know, him versus Cutler. I think you got to base it uh, on the eras they played in. Um, you know, they Absolutely. won the. You know, they won four titles. You know, he was on a debt. He made the 40s decade team. Um, yep. He led the league, you know, in touchdown passes and yeah. yardage, yep. you know, best passer rating. He was a league MVP, um, you know, so I know Cutler probably has him obviously in like attempts and yards and, right. and touchdowns and stuff, but right. I don't it's a different think game. he's completely. Yeah, different game. And I have, I have Luckman rated higher than Cutler. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, a color and also in terms of revolutionizing the game. Right. Luckman was at the forefront of that. So yeah. I, I get it completely. Uh, my number two is Gale. Gale Sayers. Yeah. That's my two. Okay. Um, the Kansas it just Comet. sucks that he, his career yeah. is so short. It was cut short. Well, uh, and again, with the era, like if he would have had that injury in today's world, you know, there's pretty good chance. He'd play again. Yeah. 100%. You know, he, he yeah. could continue to play. Oh, yeah. And, you know, as, as much as we're sitting here lamenting, um, him not being able to play that long for his health. Good thing he didn't. Good thing he didn't. Yeah. And I mean, I was a successful businessman and I think he had a pretty decent life. He did. But being Gail Sayers. The yeah. end was the end. Right. Yeah. And so number one, we're all going to say it at I'm the same gonna, time. I'm going to, I'm going to guess that we all have the same number one. I would think so. Bob, <laughs> because if he's not, then he's not even in any of our top 10. My top 10. Wait, no, not my <laughs> Well, no one mentioned it. That's right. Uh, Cursiness. Wait, same position as Cursiness. <laughs> it's go. Walter. It is Walter. It's got to be Walter, right? Yeah, Walter's number one. And in my notes, I only have, it's Walter. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. That's all you need to put. That's all you need to put. That's it. All right, yeah. so now that was, offense to me was the easy one. Well, I had an honorable mention. Okay, go ahead. And that was Johnny Morris. Okay. Who still holds yeah. the uh, receiving yard record. Sadly. In, yes. in, in this day. That's right. Uh, and listen to this, Mitch. We were talking about this earlier. Um, every pass he must have caught would have been a bomb. 356 grabs in his career for 5,559 yards right. and, we were trying and to 31 tuts. One thing we were trying to figure out is who was his quarterback. I, mean, I think it was Bobby Douglas. 
But that doesn't uh, seem right because Bobby Douglas didn't throw the ball. Well, I when when did Morris's career end? Ooh, early seventies, probably. Early seventies, I'm going to say. Okay. All right, I would have been wrong on that guess. I would have guessed it ended in the late sixties, like maybe sixty eight. I know Bill Wade was the quarterback on that 63 title team, so he must have been the quarterback for a few years. And that's that was my guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, we are going to the interwebs to, okay. uh, to find out. We are going We're to efforting. Efforting an answer for us, for everybody, because I'm curious. Yeah. How can, how can he, you know, have that many yards and play in an era where, you know, really wasn't, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had a quarterback. That I mean, we laughed about it in the '80s that he still held the record. So he he played from '58 to '67. Okay, '67. His um, let me see when find his catches here. Hold on a second. His biggest year of catches was 1964. He had 93 catches for 1,200 yards. Yeah, that's nuts. And his quarterback yeah. was Billy Wade. Yep, there you have Billy Wade. There you have it. Yep. Billy yeah. Wade. and Rudy Bukic played a couple times. No, it, was mainly, Rudy. it was mainly Billy Wade. Well, and I would guess too. I mean, my bias tells me that during that time period, you know, Jay's right. If you you run a pass, you chuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a lot of that era was three yards in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. If you if you were going to throw it down, you threw it downfield. Like you didn't just right. throw a you didn't throw a bubble screen. <laughs> no, no. Dick Duran would not have Gary. Gary, Cro- Gary Croton would not enjoy playing in the fifties. I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. All right. So to the defense now, this one was much, much harder. And mine uh, overall, my list is very, my, how can I put it? My life centered, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't have a lot of old timers on this list. Okay. Not to say the old timers weren't good. Not to say the old timers didn't deserve to be on this list, but it's just, you got to whittle it. You know, a lot of it is the eye test. So mm-hmm. uh, why don't we start with uh, Jason again? Okay. Who's your number 10? Uh, I went with Mongo Okay, at number 10. All right. Uh, hesitated putting him on the list a little bit just because of everybody else that surrounded him. Mm-hmm. And the question with that, though, and I'm using current players a la Leonard Floyd right. as someone on the other side of a good player you right. have to be good also, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. be, you yeah. can't just be a guy. Right. Be, and because you're on the other side of a good player, right. you're going to be good too. Right. And I think that he often got overlooked because of that. Yeah, probably so. Who you got, Coach? Um, well, Jason's pick must be terrible because it's the exact same one I have. <laughs> um, I, oh, my God. I've got Michael at 10-2. You know, I just think he was a – you know, a, a terrific football player. I know what you're saying about who you play around and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think that is a two way street. I mean, yeah. I think he made a lot of the people around him better too. Yeah. Uh, my number 10, uh, we're all, we're all on the same page here. Steve McMichael. Is my, <laughs> <number 10. laughs> uh, my notes say he's the yin to Hampton's yang. Ah, uh, two pro bowls, two first team, all pros. And most importantly, Jason, a four horseman. That's right. Woo. That's right. Right there for you is a horseman. Yeah. Well, and when you make first team all pro, I mean, that's, that's the deal. That's a real deal. Yeah. That means yeah. you, that means you're in the top two defensive tackles in the league. That's right. That's what and that's, means. and that's not, you get to go cause someone turned the trip down or anything like that. Not, not back then. No, not back then. When you, 
when you get voted all pro, yeah, that's a that's a that's an honor. Completely different than right. the Pro Bowl too. Number nine, Jay. Uh, my number niner is one of my four, five linebackers on this list. <laughs> well, it's uh, the Bears were known for the linebackers. Yeah, it's fine. I've got Lance Briggs at number nine. Okay. Okay, Coach, what do you got? Jason's copying. I got Lance Briggs number nine. <laughs> uh, I do not have Lance Briggs number nine. Okay. Uh, I have Peanut Tillman. Ah. I have Peanut Tillman at nine. And the peanut punch. Uh, franchise record nine interception touchdowns, two Pro Bowls, and a first team All Pro. So, and, and 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 the peanut punch. All right. So, I got Tillman at nine. Okay. Jay, what do you got at eight? I got Tillman at eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, Coach, you got at eight. I swear to God, Tillman at Till, Tillman at eight. <laughs> Are you ready for my number eight? Here we go. Lance Briggs. Lance ah. Briggs is my eight. Yeah. Uh, Lance Briggs, seven-time Pro Bowler. He only made All-Pro once, but and he was two-time second-team All-Pro. And again, he was a yin to Erlacher's yang. Correct. Yeah. Uh, speaking of number seven, yeah, that's where I have Brian. Brian Erlacher at seven. Correct. Okay. All right. Coach, what do you got? I've got Doug Buffon at seven. Oh, Ooh. Buffone! Oh. I got you Doug Buffone Buffone seven. means an Italian, don't you? Yeah, I think, um, not, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think overshadowed a bunch by the guy that he played next to. Um, yeah. I think uh, you're right. Mike Hartenstein just blew him out of the water. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my number seven, also Doug Buffone. Oh. Doug Buffone at number seven. Well done. One, two combo with buckets before sacks and tackles were really kept. Yeah. So the other number 55. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so you've got uh, Briggs and by yeah, that's right. We got at six. I got Singletary at six. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, how about you, Coach? I've got uh, Erlacher at six. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah. I got Dan. I got Danimal at six. Four-time Pro Bowler, four-time First All-Pros, '80s All-Decade Team. That guy was a beast. That guy played. Was he a Danimal? He was a Danimal. Well played. Actually, that's in my notes. Danimal. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Jay, you got five. Number five, I have the Colonel. Okay. Uh, in 84, 85, he had a total of 35 and a half sacks. Uh, Super Bowl MVP yep. in that game, he had one and a half sacks, uh, caused two fumbles, and batted down a pass. Yep, that's right. Uh, who, do you got, who do you got at five? Uh, five, I've got Richard Dent. Okay. Uh, five, I got Mike Singletary as five for me. Uh, Singletary was 10 time Pro Bowler, eight times first team All Pro, eight times, and two time Defensive Player of the Year. The Ocho. He's, he's a man. And, and I, I actually met him, ass man. I met him once, and I'm taller than him. Wow. Yeah. And I'm five, ten and a half. He was not taller than me. Wow. But he was, I mean, just his aura was just like, sure. I will fuck you up. Like that's his aura. I'm gonna mess you up bad if you fuck with me. I'm like, wow. Oh, okay, I get it. Sorry. Did he take his pants down and no, show no, you? He what, didn't you know? have to do that. Okay. No. He just saves that for his uh, team. Correct. Okay. Uh, who do you got at four? Jay? I got Danimal at four. Okay. Um, I thought he would have had more uh, accolades, postseason accolades, if he would have played one position as opposed to playing end and line. You're probably right. Um. 
but the fact that he could do that made him that much better. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, just made him, like... Versatile. Versatile, exactly correct. Uh, how about you, Coach? Who you got? Okay, at four, I'm going back a little bit farther now. I got Doug Atkins at number okay. four. Uh, eight Pro Bowls, four times uh, NFL first team, six times second team on the 60s uh, decade team. Um, I, I probably probably limited a little bit by stats by the ones they kept at the time. Right. Exactly. Correct. Uh, my four is the Colonel Richard Dent. Uh, like you said, the Super Bowl MVP, arguably the best pass, pure pass rusher in franchise history. That's, I mean, again, this is before, you know, sacks. We don't know how many sacks Buck has had or Buffon or Atkins or any of these guys. So, the sack uh, man. Right. Exactly. Uh, three, Jay, who do you got three? I have Mr. Doug Atkins at three. All right. 11 year bear. Eight out of his last nine seasons as a Pro Bowler, uh, and the guy was six eight two fifty seven. That's a man right there. That that's somebody that comes to work. That is a man that comes <laughs> to work to kick ass. You got that right, uh, Coach. You have a three. Uh, at three, I've got Dan Hampton. Um, right. You know, I think I think he needs to be in the discussion for you know best defensive lineman of of his era, if not you know, the last two eras, Absolutely. Um, again, playing inside, playing outside, uh, playing through a ton of injuries, oh, yeah. always, injured. always injured, every, always seems, played. It seems like every off season had knee surgery. Yeah. Well, again, I think he's one of those guys where on a lot of teams, he'd be the best player in the history of the franchise. Wow. Probably so you're right. You're probably right. Uh, my three is Doug Atkins. All the accolades you guys have already said, four-time first-team All-Pro, All-60s decade, Team 8 Pro Bowls, and two NFL championships. Hard to disagree with that. I mean, like, there's no stats for him, really. But when, you look at, but when you look at the accolades, look at the awards and the honors he's gotten, there's no, there's no doubt about it. He belongs in there for sure. Who do you have at, at dos, Jason? Oh, I think I, uh, I shit the bed in our – Last week's episode. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think I had credited uh, Atkins to being a kicker. No, I was thinking of Bill George. Okay. I got Mr. Bill George at, at number two. Bill George at two. Eight straight Pro Bowls, uh, credited be, for being the first true middle linebacker. Um, they also kind of credited him for inadvertently creating the 4-3 <laughs> by making the middle linebacker such a right. dominant position. Right. 18 career picks, uh, 19 fumble recoveries. And then in 54, he had 25 points because he had, 50, I'm sorry, 13 point after and four <laughs> field goals. Nice. For Mr. William George. Nice. Uh, who do you got two, Coach? Uh, two, I've got a cop out. I've got, I've got a tie between Bill George and Mike Singletary. Okay. I, don't, right. I, I don't know how you pick between the two of them. Um, you know, we got 10 players here. We all have four middle linebackers. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Right. I mean, it just just is so crowded. Yeah. Um, now, my number two, this is far more eye test. It's more my played in, played when I've been alive. I've seen, I saw every game played. We all did. Uh, number two for me, it, and it was the easiest one I had to write down, other than the top guy, uh, is Brian Urlacher. Okay. Um, that guy, ridiculous. I mean. I imagine that's the way Buck has played. When I see him play, that's and I hear all the accolades that Dick Buck gets. That's how I envision Buck is playing, sideline to sideline, letting nothing get in front of him, you know, nothing get behind him, hitting like a maniac the whole nine yards. 
I agree. As far as the eye test goes, the only, I guess the qualms I have are how many times I heard if he was in the picture in a tackle, right. he got credit for it. That may be true. And I mean, it, it felt like he had padded stats because of that, because the Bears franchise Maybe. knew he was the face of the franchise and they wanted to. Maybe. But does that mean he shouldn't well, be a first ballot Hall right, of Famer? Right. No. Right. And I, I had a, uh, a, a SID because we, we emailed the school. I, I won't be mean and tell you what school it was. But we emailed him and we're like, hey, this defensive stat's wrong. You know, this tackle was this guy. And mm-hmm. he emailed back. He goes, defensive stats are the most useless stats in football. That's the oh. verbatim email that he sent to us. Wow. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. okay. We're not going to worry about it. We're not changing it because the coach is going to go back and change it anyway. So we're yes, not gonna, we're not going to bother. That's true. So we're not going to bother with okay. looking at this. All right. That's cool. At least you're honest about it. Right. Right. At least you told us the honest truth. Uh, okay. Number one, Jay. Oh, it's Buckus. Yeah. Uh, succeeding Bill George at middle linebacker. I had in 66, he was named second team all pro linebacker behind Ray Nitschke. Oh, you know, if you're going to have to be behind you. anybody. Oh. And then uh, eight straight Pro Bowls. That's right. How about you, coach? Same? Yep. The monster yeah. in the middle. Yeah, me too. Dip Buckus. Um, cool story. Uh, his brother, when I was after high school, pre college, I was working out of a parts store in the South Suburbs, and his brother came in. His brother lives in Crete, I think. The biggest hands I've ever seen on a human being. Was his brother? They were like his brother. They were like bear claws. It was crazy. And if his are like that, I gotta imagine. Yeah. Dicks are like that. Well, it, I I know that in the off season they had like a furniture moving company together. Yeah, probably. And yeah. they just yeah. It was crazy. It looked just like huge. Just huge. like older. It was crazy. I got yeah. I got Go honorable ahead. mentions for defense too, right. and ahead. not to make uh, the coach mad, but I threw Khalil Mack in here. I mean, after one year, the impact that that guy had, that Packer game alone, the first game that he ever played, yeah, he almost single handedly won that game. Correct. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and I, is sixty high, probably after one year, but five or ninety. Holy crap! Yeah, I mean, to make that big of an impact that fast, and that's really with everybody on here. It, it right. kind of feels like they changed the game or yes. they made it different. Yeah, correct. And that's why they made these lists. Yeah. Uh, and then I had Mike Brown for yep. that 13 and three season yep. where it's, did he have three picks at the end of a game yes. to run two, back two, touchdown? Two straight games. Two straight games. Yeah, I know that. One was, was in San Vegas. Francisco and then one was at home against Cleveland. Yeah. Um, if I had to put an honorable mention on here, boy, I don't know. It would have to be one of the linebackers from the 85 team, so probably like Wilbur Marshall or Otis Wilson. Or Otis, yeah. Because, I mean, Singletary yeah, my, doesn't do what he does without the, one of those or both of those guys, right? They kind of were a unit. They were, but Marshall had maybe had one good year with the Redskins after right. that, and then Wilson. Wilson off the face of the earth. Yeah. yeah. So. What do you think, Coach? My honorable mentions, I've got Dave Durison and Gary Fenson. Oh, uh, yeah, double D. Doug Plank, too. I mean, we could go on and on. That's why defense was so hard. Cause yeah. Just, yeah. Because that's what the Bears were known for growing up. Like, that's that's what they did. Yeah. You know, they, 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 won, they won games like 16 to 10, you know? Right. Yeah, that's just kind of well, how they. And that, and that also goes with the offensive list. I mean, look how many guys we have on that offensive list, you know, from before like 1970. Right. 
five right. and then and how many are linemen exactly right? and our defensive lists other than bill george are basically the same they're just in different order like we have the yes. same guys so it wasn't yeah. maybe it wasn't as hard as i initially thought it was yeah well and i think the only difference we had from offense was you having cutler cutler as high as i did yeah maybe yeah. so yeah. yeah maybe so yeah now special teams i'm gonna i'm gonna not cop out necessarily but say i could only think of four guys worth mentioning so and since i threw the stat or since i threw that the list needed to be meaning to be on here i made sure that i went through and did them all but <laughs> it was it was not it was rough sledding yeah let's say that yeah, yeah yeah for sure so for number 10 yep he played from 98 to 2001 okay mr glenn milburn oh nice he's so big you did work on this Nine, 94 punt returns for 970 yards and a tut so well, ten, he had a great career though. Ten, it just ten, with the, with, not just with the Bears. Ten point six average, uh, as long as ninety three. Kick returns he did one hundred ninety two for four thousand five hundred ninety six yards and two tuts. Oof. His long was ninety four, and that average was twenty three point six. So, yeah, let's get it done. Let's get. Actually, I just thought of a fifth. Oh just well, there you go. There you go. Uh, I would say my next guy. Or go ahead, coach. What do you got? Yeah, Rod, no, no. Let's have Jason take us ten through six. Okay. okay. I mean, if, right. if, if if the rest of those picks are as good as Glenn Milburn. Well, the next one, I had Tariq Cohen. Okay. At number That's nine. That's fair. Uh, six hundred and eighty-three on sixty-two punt returns and a touchdown, and uh, six oh five on twenty-six. I'm sorry, twenty-eight kick returns, mm-hmm. and he did all that in just two years. Yeah. So we're looking at total kick returnage as over a thousand yards yeah. and, uh, and a touchdown. Uh, number eight, I had Pat Manley mostly for <laughs> longevity yes. and, uh, cohesiveness. I mean, you think like, Oh yeah, a long snapper, whatever. No, when you have to change that guy, it's a pain. It's yeah, you're right. fucking rough. You're right. All right. Who's my uh, fifth, by the way. Uh, number seven, I had Dennis McKinnon, um, 129 punt returns for uh, 1191 and three touchdowns. Number six, I had Pat O'Donnell. Pat O'Donnell. He had over 10,000 yards and punts in just five years, with uh, 78 of those being inside the 20. That's a good job. And so now we're at number five. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll go number five first, since I just thought of him. Bob Thomas, kicker, Judge Bob Thomas, sir. Judge Bob Thomas. That's right. That's right. Who knew the? Who knew the? By the way, side note: Who knew the Bears would have two judges that ever played for them? Right? Yeah. Alan Page. Alan Page and yes, yeah. yeah, Bob Thomas. But anyway, Bob Thomas, kicker from our Ute. I'll put him at five. Who you got, Coach? Uh, I've got George Blanda, five. Another good call. Damn, yep. I forgot about him. Uh, I think fifth, sixth, somewhere in that range, um, in uh, scoring history. Yeah, yes. you're right. You're right. Absolutely true. Yep, it's true. And the only reason that he wasn't a bear for life is because the old man was so cheap. Correct. Sure. And only would use him as a kicker. So he only had to pay him kicker money. That's right. Uh, at number five, I had George Blanda as well. Uh, my number four was Butthead. Okay. All right. Former all-time scoring leader Correct. of your Chicago Bears. Correct. Who you got? Yep. I've got Butler second, or I'm sorry, fourth as well. Um, second all-time leading scorer, and um, 
I think probably with another kicker we're all going to mention here, um, you have to yeah. take into consideration kicking um, at Soldier Field. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to flip-flop my four and three. I'm going to also go with Kevin Butler yeah. at four. All right. Yes. Uh, number three, I had the scoring leader, Robbie Gold. Yep. Uh, 1,207 points overall. Yep. You got three, Coach? Um, my three is controversial probably because he's this low. I've got Devin Hester three. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay. okay. All, right, all right. All right. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, three, I would have Robbie Gold as well. Uh, two, I did something I said I wasn't going to do, and I had somebody on two lists, and it's Gail Sayers. Yep. Uh, his average on punts was 14 and a half yards. His long was 85. He had two touchdowns. Uh, kick returns, his average was uh, 30.6. Six touchdowns. Longest was 103. Oof. And a total of 2,781 kick return yards. Gotcha. Who you got, Coach? Uh, two, I've got Robbie Gould. Okay. Two, I also have Gail Sayers. At two. And again, it's you have to look at it in context, right? Like, you do. He only played five seasons, six seasons, whatever it was. Um, but he put up just ridiculous Insane numbers, numbers. Those times. And like we, and like we said earlier, if he had the the benefit of modern day surgery, he would have been he would have played the next year after he got hurt. Yes. Pretty confident of that. So, absolutely. And who's your number one, Jay? Well, that's where I had Hester. Um, played from what oh six to thirteen, mm-hmm. hundred twenty three games. Yep. Two hundred sixty four punts. Three thousand two hundred forty one yards. 13 tuts. His longest was 89. Uh, average 12.3 yards right. per punt return. Kick returns 222 for 5,504 yards. Ooh. Five touchdowns. The longest was 98. And that average was 24.8. And to also, oh, actually, go ahead, coach. Sorry. Oh, I've got Sayers one. Okay. Okay. Right, now, that's, fair. that's fair. I don't, it'd be interesting to go look at the, Averages, Jay. Do you have those in front of you? Yeah. Oh, uh, for punts, it was uh, fourteen point five for Sayers, and uh, oh, twelve point three for Hester. And then, but, not, but oh. my guess is Hester had more touchdowns, probably. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what about the kick returns? Uh. Kick returns, I think Sayers had more. He had one more. Really? Oh, see, I would have guessed wrong there. I would have said Sayers' average maybe a little higher, but Hester more. Yeah. More touchdowns. Yeah. I basically, and I, you know, and obviously I didn't see Gail Sayers play very many football games. Me neither, yeah. I, I guess my bias was that maybe, um, you know, he was more consistent than Hester. Hester you know, the, the kind of the long ball hitter. Right. Exactly. And my number one is Hester. Um, his stats are great and everything, but for giving me the best opening kickoff to a Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. Yes. I thought, I thought they were going to rampage the Colts that game and was sad. Oh, that was, but yeah, no, that, great. that play arguably is my favorite play ever in Bears history. Yes. Ar- Cause I mean, I was watching it at a, at a fine establishment and the place was as loud as I've ever heard a place be. It was nuts. It was absolutely crazy nuts. And for that, I'm going to thank him for that and make him number one. 
And that's the tiebreaker between him and Sayers with the numbers, uh, in my opinion. But you had to worry about it every time, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Heck, you had to worry about it if you were kicking a field goal, it turns out. Yeah, that's right. And Denny that's, Green will tell you that they are who they we thought they right. were. We let them yeah. off the hook. Yeah. That's the second loss I've ever heard of place was I pulled up, I left work. That game I remember like it was yesterday. Left that left work against uh, left early to get to the to get to Muldoon's before the game ended. Mm-hmm. I pull into my parking spot. I open the door and I hear the place go batshit crazy because the radio was delayed uh. and the TV wasn't. And I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" And when I sh- between me shutting my car off and opening my car door to get inside, he returned it for a touchdown. That game. Wow! And the place was going absolutely bonkers. So to turn a quick attention to the current team. Um, oh, wait. I, oh, got, sorry, go I got a special go teams honorable oh, sorry. mention. I didn't know we had one. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, my good. Ten deep with an honorable mention. Yeah, man. Brian wow. Bashnagel. My guy. 89 kick returns for 2,102 yards, one touchdown. His longest was 84, average 23.6, and he had badass high tops. And he was Brian Bashnagel. And he was Brian <laughs> fucking Bashnagel. Brian fucking Bashnagel. No, good number 84. That's right. So to turn just a, a quick minute to the current product. Sure. Um, training camp from when this episode will air starts in about a month, roughly. Um, I'm wondering just off the top of the head, can this team defensively be as good as they were last year with, with Chuck Pagano at the helm instead of uh, Vic Fangio? What do you think? Oh, I think the answer to that is yes. Yeah. Um, what you can't account for is hell. Um, is the defensive points right, like right? That, I mean, that's that's that. I don't want to say that's luck, but like you can you can count on like being as good as yards per play and you know yards per game or points per game and that kind of stuff. But you know, scoring on defense that's a little bit lightning in a bottle. You know, right. so I don't know how fair it will be. You know, because it seemed like for a while there they were scoring on defense every week. Seemingly, yeah. yeah. And, and they, were, the thing about, they were running out of celebrations in the end zone to do. Exactly. And the thing about Pagano is that he's uh, apparently, you know, again, I didn't, I didn't look at his work when he was defensive coordinator before, but his teams are very aggressive, which is what the Bears kind of hung their hat on last year, mm-hmm. was they were going to find multiple ways to mess you up. And I think, I think Pagano will carry that over, I would hope. Well, and – isn't he learning the defense? Like I thought that he didn't bring a Chuck Pagano binder. No, he did. I thought they gave him a Bears binder and said, "Hey, no. start with learning this." Like the at least like I thought he. I thought a lot of the terms and right from, and stuff from, were going to stay the same. From what Jeff Dickerson reported, and also okay. um, uh, Grody, unfortunately, on the score, um, they said that. A lot of people assume that he was just going to use Fangio's playbook. And the defensive players themselves said in no uncertain terms that, nope, this is going to be a little bit different. Okay. That it's going to be, I, thought, I, think, yeah, I, I think the mentality is going to be the same. Okay. Kill, 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 kill. But I don't think the, I think the plays themselves might get tweaked a little bit. Okay. See, I had thought that the terminology and that stuff was going to be the same, but he might call it differently. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, my understanding is that the terminology is different, but that right. the, well, then the there might be a little learning curve there. 
then they might, you know, then, then it might be a little bit of a learning curve to make sure you're exactly in the right place. You know, you might not be playing quite as fast right right away. What do you think Um, about the bears going to London? Bears playing London this year. I hate all that. Yeah. I don't like it either. (laughs) If you're going to have a team there, have a team there. Yes. Yes. Don't take teams from here two teams and go play a game in London. I don't like that. Yeah. But and but I, money money talks and Shad Khan's got money, so guess what? Yeah. Do you think they could fill a stadium for a regular season? That's a good question. Like, I don't know. A season? I don't know. That's a good question. For eight home games? Cause, I mean how many they play roughly four there now, I think four or six now. And they don't probably don't sell it out, sell it out. But they use it as a destination, right? Like they kind of use it for fans to have a vacation to, right? I guess. And I, I guess, I guess the idea would be for TV, right? Maybe the thought yeah. is if there was a team in Europe, then it would be a, a bigger foothold into the market of TV. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I hate all that stuff. I'm just I grumpy. I think, I just think the time difference is just wrong. It's going the wrong way. Yeah. Like put a team, I would put, I'd put a team in like Mexico city. Yeah. But then how would you get teams in and out? Because <laughs> they would get, either get kidnapped in Mexico okay. City. Oh, I thought you meant the wall. No, I did not mean the wall. Okay. okay. All right. That was me. I meant the uh, okay. horrible crime in Mexico City uh, is what I was referring to. I see. Got to get them in and got to get them out. Yeah. Well, I, I guess. Say something. No, I'm good. I guess crime aside, I think because it's, it's not the time zone problem. It's not. Right, you know, it's not the logistics problem of getting across the Atlantic Ocean. It just, it just seems wrong. Yeah, it, it doesn't pass. Like doesn't, it doesn't pass the eye test. Seems like a reach. Yeah. And then, real quick, before we wrap, before we wrap this up, what are your thoughts on uh, Illinois getting sports gambling? Um, I'm excited that, and and really, I'm going to be honest with you, the. Only thing I really know about sports gambling in Illinois is what I learned from the episode you guys released already this evening. Right. Um, I'm excited that it's another step to it or another step closer to it being on my phone. I agree. Okay. Hardly. I mean, I don't, it'll be interesting to see how many people go to places they wouldn't normally go to sign up. Right. I agree with you. Like I'm, I I don't think I'm going to do that. Right, but you're also a guy that knows a guy that knows a bookie. Correct. If you're a guy who yeah. knows a guy, see that's hey. the one thing that allegedly right. That's the one thing that, did, hey. that none of this got solved with was because the problem is your guy has credit. That's right. You don't have to have a hundred bucks on you to make a hundred dollar bet with a guy. No. Well, hey, and you know, and he doesn't tax the shit out of you. No. Well, and the fees you guys were discussing, I'll have to go back and do my homework, but like, those are a lot higher than Bovada's. Yes, they are. Yep. Bovada's got an app. The one knock against offshore is, will you get your money? That's the question, right? Like, will will you safely and legally get your check for your wins? Whereas yes. you just take here, it's just like winning a horse race. You go to the window, right. you give them the ticket, they go and then they give you your money, and that's it. Yes, you have it in hand right now. Yes. Now I'm not saying, 15%. but minus fifteen percent. Right. I'm not saying. I'm just saying 
you're right. You know, you, right. you use a thing like Bovada or something like that, and there's a charge on your credit card from a bank in China. Right. And then when your winnings get sent to you, it's cut from a check. And, uh, you know, the check is cut from a bank in Toronto. I had, and I had it, a, gets, it comes to you via FedEx. And I'll end it on this. I had a guy for me receive a check from an offshore betting account from a pet store. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he showed me but, the picture hey, of the let check. me ask you did it deposit yep so there you go matters. it's all that matters all right well thanks coach for coming on and sharing our the bears love for the top 100 we're looking forward yes. to football season starting up here in a little bit yes and, uh, thanks, thanks for taking the time yeah we got college football to yeah, talk we'll, about soon too we'll talk about that yep. soon enough magazines are on the newsstand oh boy, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. all right coach thanks for thanks for hopping on with us all right, guys. Have a great night. All right, so there's the coach. There's our top ten list. Yeah. Like I said, they were pretty much the same personnel. I think we narrowed it down to the group of people. Maybe just the order was a little off. Oh. I had Jay Cutler much higher than you You did. Um, and you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, stats alone. Yeah. The guy's the number one right. quarterback they ever had. Yeah. But, again, this is a league now that tends to throw – Three out of four downs, exactly correct. As opposed to, right, run, run, three throw. yards on a cloud of dust, right. And and not only that, a lot of people poo poo Jay that he's a know, loser, that he's a loser, and that he doesn't give a shit, and yeah, all this other stuff. But smoking Jay Cutler, smoking Jay Cutler. That's right. Um, the numbers are the numbers are like it, you can't argue that. Like, right. You can argue that he's a dick or whatever. Right. I'll, I'll listen to that argument. Yeah. But the argument that he's that he wasn't a good quarterback, I'm not going to listen to that because he was. Right. And when Brandon Marshall is in your top 100. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Ugh. I know. I'm with you. <sighs> it's a tough one. It, it, is. it was a tough exercise. Yeah. Like I said, the defense was much harder than the offense. And I think that they had Marshall one behind Alshon. Wow. I know. No. Right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And thank you for doing all the research on the, sp- on the special teams. Oh, because you did far more than I did. <laughs> I got to be honest. With you. Doing fun. the defense took it all. Out I had of me. fun with it, and I looked up like Maury Buford and Bob Thomas stuff like that. <laughs> My favorite part for Buford, the only like they didn't list any stats for him. I yeah. think I had to even. It wasn't even in NFLReference.com. I think it was like on Wikipedia. Yeah, and it just listed him as a member. Um, in the Super Bowl shuffle. There you go. That was it. <laughs> no, like, punning oh, stats or anything. Boy. Yeah, that's not a good, no. not a good side note to you're, your career. You're not good. You were a punter in the year in the in the you know the league for ten years or so. Yeah. You were in the Super Bowl shuffle. That's it. That's yeah. what you did. But like I said, we could have easily gone eighty-five bears. Yeah, you know, because that was it, right? Yeah. But but you had to stretch it out a little bit. You had to do a little digging, a little researching, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and what I thought was interesting, uh, the coach's take on like Hampton being the best player on anybody else's like in their franchise history. Yeah. Like, you he's, know, he's probably right. Well, I mean, look at so maybe like the, like the, 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 the blue bloods, right. Steelers. Cowboys, right. Yeah. Raiders. But I mean, like, look at, uh, I mean the other people on that team, I mean the hall of famer. Yeah. I mean like, Imagine if Dan Hampton played for, for the Browns. The Browns. Well, I guess you got Jim Brown. Jim Brown. <laughs> he'd be the best defensive player they ever had. Yeah. Right. And if you put up Hands the same down. numbers and played the same way, you know, I mean, like you have to kind of put everything in context. Right. He's a better. You know, he's the best Bengal, best. You know, Bill, easily best Jet probably other than Namath. 
Yeah. Know, maybe not the best giant. His yeah. name is Taylor. Right. So you have to kind of yeah. slow your roll on that one. <laughs> but for the most part, right. for most of the franchises in the league, he would be their best defensive player ever. Ever. And he was like sixth on our list. Yeah. <laughs> like fifth or sixth or whatever it was. Like, it was. It was crazy. Yeah. But it's also a franchise that's been around a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see how we'll see how that Thursday night game goes. And like I said in the talking with the coach, put a little, uh, <laughs> little, put a little Dinero on some that ducats on it. So, a clock on the wall, Chase. Oh, it's uh, it's about that by. time. It's it really has. Uh, well, thank you for listening to episode sixty-eight of It's That Podcast. You can find us on the Facebooks www.facebook.com. So it's that pod. You can find us on Twitter. I am. At Triple Indies, Jason is at J the Letter. The Letter! Sleet Shirley. Uh, you can find us on, email us, joe at itsthatpodcast.com or jason at itsthatpodcast.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play It's That Podcast through the Play-In app. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe, please, if you could. That's Rumor- how we get new, rumors, uh, new ears. And there's rumors. I don't want to spoil them. I don't want to spoiler anything uh-huh but maybe by football season yeah i'm gonna merch what is this merch you speak of we're working on it okay the good tommy's looking tom uh-huh. remember the merch thing we talked about oh if you haven't had that done yet you i mean we'd like to have it done sooner than that but you know it may take a while so right maybe football season cool we'll have merch hats t-shirts stuff yeah things for the kids yeah maybe a onesie yeah yeah we'll <laughs> Put one Z. At any rate, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. And uh, join us next time. We'll have fun and hilarity will ensue. Perhaps. We thank you for listening to this that episode of It's That Podcast. Fuck the Packers. Fuck the Packers. Mm-hmm.